Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 345 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by Pauline. She writes, Hi, I have a question to ask here. I am a self-learned electronic organist in church. I play hymns every Sunday together with another pianist in order to create a more inspirational music for God and the congregation. Who should be playing melody and who should be the accompanist? Thanks. Also, don't you think that uh, organist and um, pianists uh, both should be playing something more substantial? Uh, not only melody, right, or accompaniment. What's your opinion? Well, it depends on what kind of hymn it is, because some some hymns actually work quite nice on the piano, and some doesn't work on the piano at all. Mm-hmm. So you always need to look at the real hymn and then decide what to do. <coughs> but I... I don't think that, for example, pianist could play the melody and the organist could only play the accompaniment in chords. Or, for example, the vice versa, organist could play the melody with the right hand and pianist would provide an accompaniment. This wouldn't be... Of course, I couldn't agree more. I think, in general, electronic organ and piano is a bad duet. I wouldn't mix them both together. But if you treat it like Teze music, remember? So Teze, they have basic chordal structure for for keyboard instrument, but then anything else that plays together, they play melodies and duets and trios and dialogues, and it sounds rather nice this way, polyphonic. Well, true, but I think if you wouldn't want to do something like Teze, Mm-hmm. You would still have to have only one keyboard, and if you want to have some elaborations, mm-hmm. you would need to add other instruments such as flute, maybe. I think flute would work very nicely, and or violin or any other solo instrument. Do you think that Pauline's pianist could play? 
two melodies, uh, two separate contrasting melodies in each hand, as maybe two melod melodic instruments, violinist and flutist would do. Well, that's possible. I I'm not sure about how the final result would be. Or in the left hand, maybe he could, uh, you know, uh, imitate maybe cello, and in the right hand, uh, some kind of solo treble instrument and create nice dialogue. That's a possibility, although I don't know how advanced mm -hmm. we both are and how well could we do that. <clears throat> because this kind of, you know, musicianship would take some improvisation right. skills. And That's very nice. I, I believe they, they could train themselves. What would be the first step? What would you do if, if for example, you, you and I had to do this or even in our uh, house situation I would play on the organ and you on, on piano and and vice versa that wouldn't work because our piano is not in tune with the organ this is our organ yes <laughs> but um, in theory maybe maybe I'm thinking Thinking in chords, you know, uh, this accompaniment, so to say, but melodic accompaniment, could also think in in chords that the organist is playing, or choir singing, and then play a lot of maybe arpeggios and and things like that. But not only arpeggios, make them melodic, make them meaningful. Somehow now I'm thinking about that, you know, Geistlich Lied from uh -huh. from Austria. We remember way back in the year of 2000 when we were in the church music courses in Salzburg. Yes, this is like a Christian popular music, but quality popular music, I think. Because each instrument has its own part and very developed part. So, Pauline, maybe you could actually do something like this with your pianist. Maybe you could even write out the melody or two melodies for your pianist. And maybe you could write out chords and things like that for yourself, right? Because to do this on your own, on the spot, would be too stressful. You need to either rehearse or write it out. Sure. And really, if you want, you know, to make everything very nice, ask from the congregation, maybe really somebody plays other instrument, other than keyboard instrument. That would really, you know, make things much nicer. And then you could actually arrange any type of hymn sure. for them to add descants and treble solos and maybe bass lines, alternate bass lines. Although, you know, if, if I don't know how, how many and which stops this electronic organ has, but if it has enough reads and other colorful stops, maybe, you know, organ could then act as a solo instrument mm -hmm. and piano would provide accompaniment. Right, then the organist needs to play maybe treble part and maybe the, the left hand could play the cello part, right? Yes, that way, you know, the organ would be a solo instrument and piano would accompany. 
Interesting. Although you need to check it on the spot, I'm, I cannot guarantee that it will sound nice. And also depends where the organ is located, in the back or in the in front. Then and how far is it from the piano? Mm-hmm. How difficult it is to communicate and play together. So it's a lot of things to to take in, right, and to take into consideration in this situation. Do you think that organists usually have enough time to to do such creative things in church? Well, I'm not sure. It depends on the situation. Usually, I think we all don't have enough time for things. Mm. But usually people are very appreciative, congregation is very appreciative if you do a little bit more than it's required from you. That's true. Right? Her pianist could easily play the chords and she could play on the organ what's written in the hymnal and that would be it. And nobody could complain and actually nobody, I don't think they would have the right to complain, right? Because it's, it's quite enough if you play it nicely on both instruments. But if both of you do something extra, then people will notice. I hope. True. Do you think people always notice and appreciate new things? No, not always. But <laughs> but imagine if Pauline or her pianist before um, the service would come up and say, my dear congregation, today we have prepared for you something very special, and uh, they both of them would, uh, you know, describe what they will be doing in, for example, the, the following hymn, opening hymn. People would, I think, appreciate that. Well, yes, but it's of, of course also, you know, a danger of elaborating too much. Mm-hmm. And adding too many things that, you know, him might be unrecognizable. And people might can't sing it. And it's always a danger of um, playing like in a concert setting, right? Sometimes clergy doesn't like that. True. Because, for example, for my taste and my understanding of, you know, good hymn accompaniment... The most important thing for hymn accompaniment is to play in a right and steady tempo. This is actually what is the most required from the organist mm-hmm. who accompanies congregational singing. But I mean, if, uh, let's say, it's a special occasion, maybe hymn festival, and, and they would like to do something more and more creative on a number of hymns during that festival, for example, then a few verses, not necessarily every hymn and every verse should, do, should be done this way, but once in a while to, to make it more colorful and more creative. That wouldn't hurt. True, and I think it's always easier if you have choir at church. It is a big help and you know, for singing congregational hymns because we lead congregation. Interesting. Um, I, I would probably 
do such experiments. It's it's all experiment. You don't know what the result will be, but you don't know until you try. And if you don't try, you will always regret it afterwards. True. Because you don't know. Maybe it would have been worth it. Thank you, guys. This was Vidas. And Osha. Um, please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.